Jesus, a big, big hand of praise. Hallelujah. Our God is great. Praise Master Jesus. Alright. For all our kingdom friends, all worshiping God, for the very first time here. Can I see your hand? Today is your first time. Please help me shake your hand. Help me welcome them. Welcome them. Give them a warm, welcome, warm handshake. Fire, please. Can you see for them? Welcome them. You're welcome. There's a special people. Thank you. Jesus, name. Your mind, 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 your mind,
Your work of peace, feel free. Your work of your father's house. And is here to do you good. Please, after the service, don't be in a hurry home. We'd like to know you more. And we'd like to appreciate you. We'd like to celebrate you. And then show you some love. As God will help us in Jesus' name. Quickly, we will continue from where we stopped last week. Last Sunday. On the team. Praise the Lord. Can I say praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. The theme of this month is praise the Lord. Praise the Lord is not to get somebody's attention. Praise the Lord is not to let people focus on you. Praise the Lord is not to allow people keep quiet in church. Praise the Lord gives adoration to the Lord. Praise the Lord means celebrating God. Now, for the purpose of this sharing, because there are differences between praises, worship, and thanksgiving. But for the purpose of this team for the month, we are combining everything together. So when we say praise the Lord, we are talking about praising God, giving God thanks. Okay, let me explain. Praise the Lord is appreciating God for what He has done. Appreciating God for His acts. For his doings. And that's praising God. Worship. Praise God. From the same text. 1 Psalm 150. And verse number 7. The Bible says. Let everything that has praise. Do what? Praise the Lord. Verse 6. Psalm 150 verse 6. Let everything that has praise. Do what? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now it means that everything that has breath, the Bible says, should do what? Praise God. So everything that has breath has the capacity to praise God. Everything that has breath can praise the Lord. But when it comes to do with worship, it's not everything that has breath that can worship God. John chapter 4, verse 24. The Bible says, He that must worship Him. Must worship him out in spirit and in truth. They that must worship him must worship him. Why? Because God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him where? In spirit and in truth. So only those that can worship God in spirit are the only ones that can worship him. It's a place, it's a location. A place and it happens where in your spirit, man. In one of our sharing, in one of the series we did in the Bible study, we discovered humans that human is from dust and man is his nature, man is his spirit. That's why we call spirit man. So what makes us live here on earth? So what makes us live here on earth is the human part of us. Human. Human. The human part of us. My Moron is the one who taught me that. The human is from dust. It's dust. It's earthly. And that's what gives us the privilege to live here on earth. Praise the Lord. Can I hear him? So anyone without human body is not permitted to be living on earth. It is the human body that gives you permission to live. But the human body, what we can see and touch, is not the real you. The real you is your spirit. The real you is what? And it's inside you. Your spirit man is the real you. That's why when somebody dies, they call the body what we can see and touch. They call it the remains. They say dead body. Is it also? It's the remains. And that's what they bury. But that's not the real you. If you have watched some movies, you will see somebody die who passed on, and then you see the same person standing by him. Who can go through walls as spirits? Immediately your body dies, you leave this world. You leave this earthly realm. So you have to take care of your body. Tell your neighbor, take care of your body. 
They came their body. You see some people draw tattoos on their body. You don't know your brand, your body is very important. Take care. That's what makes you live here on earth. That's why every child of God can check out the devil from the life. From anywhere in the States because it's illegal. Now, but your spirit man is the real you. When God made man, the Bible says he put his breath into man and man became a living being. So God created us for his purpose, not for your own purpose. The reason why you were created was to fulfill God's plan. God has an agenda. Those who created a car created it for a purpose. Is it also to drive around places, to take them places? Those who created the ship created it to do what? To sail on the sea. Is it also? And the airplane to fly. You don't find an airplane going around the road. The road can't take it. That's not why they designed it. And the same way the Lord said, if the purpose of a thing is not known, what happens? Abuse is inevitable. Purpose. So you have to discover why were you created? The moment you find why you were created and begin to roll on it, you have hit the jackpot of life. That's where breakthrough begins from. Our focus this morning is on the topic Praise the Lord. And I'm taking part three today. We've done part one two Sundays ago, part two last Sunday, and today we're doing part three. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says in Psalm 105, 150, verse 6, it says, Let everything that has spread do what? Praise the Lord. Put your hand in your noses and blow head. Blow head. Can you feel the air? Then you are alive. Put your hand again. Put your hand on your mouth and look. Ha! Ha! Did you feel the air? Oh, okay, you are alive. So if you are alive, what do you do? Praise the Lord. Everything that has breath. So everything that has breath has the capacity to praise God. Has been empowered to praise God. But to worship is only the children of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are who? They are the sons of God. And I told you, from human, human, they truncated the remaining and took you and added it to man to become human. The real you is man. So when the Bible says man, anytime you hear man, it's talking about both male and who? And female. Man is not, man is real you, the real human, the real person that God created. And you are either a male or who? Or a female. That's why you say, What is man? That God is mindful of him. He's talking about the spirit. The real man, whether male or female. And he says, As many as are led by the spirit of God, who are they? They are the sons of God. That son, we also did in another series. I think the one we did on Thursday. The Bible study. That spirit is both, that son is both man and woman. And woman. If not, as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They will just, then the Bible is written for men only. Is the Bible written for men only? No. Both men and who? And woman. So that son is inside. Male or female. Praise the Lord. Can I hear an hallelujah? hallelujah. Alright. So we praise God for who he is. And then we thank him. Thanksgiving is now the combination. Everything that God has done, you give him thanks for it. You thank him. You show appreciation. You appreciate him for creating you. It's a preach of praises and worship. Praise the Lord. 
And can I tell you, Malachi chapter number 2, from verse 1 to verse 3. Thanksgiving, or praising God, or worshipping God, mostly thanksgiving, preserves our blessings. They will not take it to us to give God praise. Verse 1, sir. Malachi 2. And now, all praise, this commandment is for you. Verse 2. Malachi 2, 2 now. If you will not hear, and if you will not take to act, to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse on you, and I will curse your blessings. Can somebody say God for me? So if you will not give glory to him, if you will not give God thanks, if you will not give God praise, if you will not worship him, your blessings can be taken away from you. The blessings can be cursed. Your own blessings will not be cursed. Your blessings will not be taken away from you. If you will not take it to heart, it says, I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have cursed them already. Not that I will. He said it's done. So when we don't show appreciation to God, when we don't praise Him, we don't thank Him, the blessings are cursed already. Because you do not take it to heart. Verse 3. Behold, I will rebuke your descendants. It will not stop with only you. And spread refuge on your faces. The refuge of your soul and feast. And one will take you away in it. So not giving God thanks enslaves people. It corrupts destiny. Somebody say thank you, Father. Somebody say thank you, Father. Thanking God, praising God, or worshiping Him is it must be a lifestyle. So your life can be full of God's blessings. Preserved. Can I hear an amen? So thanksgiving, praising God, giving Him glory, preserves a blessing. Judah means praise. Genesis 42. Verse 8 and verse 9. And their father came and began to bless them. And said, Judah is the lion's weep. Like an old lion. Judah. So Joseph recognized his brothers. And they did not recognize him. Genesis 46. Verse 8. Now these were the names of the children of Israel, one Jacob and his sons, who went to Egypt. Reuben was Jacob's first son. Verse 9. The son of Reuben were Hanok, Pan, Hezron, and Kami. Go on, verse 9. The sons of Simon were Jua, Jumel, Jami, Boa, Jackie, Zaha, and Shah. The son of the Canaanites were the women. The son of Levi were Gashon, Kash, and Merari. Go on. The sons of Judah were Er, Enan, Shelah, Perus, and Zerah. But Er and Aaron died in the land of Canaan. The sons of parents. Now, I'm looking for. Can you go to. Would that be verse 18 now? Go on, where we began to bless them. Go to verse 13, let me see. Go on, verse 14. Go on. Go on. Go on. Okay. We'll check that out. You can check that for me if you find it. It says, Judah 
is a lion's weep. Praise the Lord. Alright, we'll go on from there. So we must develop a lifestyle of praises. A lifestyle of what? A lifestyle of praises. We must. Every child of God must be a must lifestyle of praises. A lifestyle of what? If you don't praise God, you are cheating yourself. You are doing what? I read a testimony of a woman or a man who had a business. He was selling the sell fish. And while they were producing this sheep, this fish, suddenly something happened to them. Some people came and stole all fishes and left only five. They had the fish in thousands. And somebody gave a particular breed of fish. And somebody came and stole everything. And as they stole it, these people were not worried. They started, they continued to thank God and giving God praise. As they were doing that, thanking God and giving God praise, suddenly, three months after, those five fishes became 25,000. What? You have so much. Some people came and stole everything. Left five fishes for them. Because they kept giving God thanks. I think that scripture is Genesis 49. Yeah. Good. 49. Judah. So these people began to thank God and celebrate God and live their life on. And suddenly, you know what happened? The fishes from five became 25,000. But this particular breed was not common. Tell your neighbor, not common. So since the fish was not common, one of the servants of this man asked him, he says, sir, who will buy? Who will buy this fish? He said, God will provide. God will bring by. So they trusted God. And one day, somebody was just going around and entered their family. And as he entered their farmland, he said, because the fish, this was Nigeria, he said, the fish, these fish, from where they come from, um, the one they buy in a particular country, whether in Scotches or somewhere, he said, they normally keep them, they normally inject those fishes before they sell to them, because after they buy those fishes, they put them in cans. So to sustain them, they inject them with some chemicals. They say, so which, what kind of chemicals? I say, no, we don't use any chemical for this one. This ones are natural. So the man bought samples, 20, and took outside the country. Ah! Two weeks after, he came back. It was amazing. And bought 1,500 pieces. That's how from there the fish started. People came to order fish. I, I don't know what you said. Once you are selling something, they will be ordering it from all over the world. I said they will be ordering it from all over the world. Just live a lifestyle, please. It doesn't matter what you said. People that matter will begin to patronize you. Just live a lifestyle of thanksgiving. Imagine those people. If they are giving up, 
and begin to feel sad, Momoyi and the Momot, and they were destroyed in the wilderness. Every Momoyi makes God sad. When you are complaining, everything is complaining, you are God. You make God sad. Say I'm out of memory. So tell me, stop complaining. Life will be better for you. So stop murmuring. Give him praise. Give him praise. Mommy says, what's happening to your eyes? Um, you put a um, coin coin there. Praise God. Now, so I was talking about Judah. Judah. Judah, his father was talking about him. Judah, you are he whom your brothers shall praise. You are entering that realm from now on. That your brothers will be praising you by the amazing thing they will be saying in your life from now on. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Can I hear me? As you live a lifestyle of praise, praising God, thanking God, no matter the situation, your enemies will be subdued before you. Can I hear me? And your father's children shall bow down before you. Can I hear me? That shall be your portion from now. But live a lifestyle of praise. Live a lifestyle of thanksgiving. You see, even Jesus, at the time, he needed fish. No. He said, what do you have? Five loaves and two fishes. And he said, this is what we have. He said, okay, bring them. And lifted them to heaven. And get God thanks. And give it to the disciples. The fishes and the loaves multiplied. They have left over. So when you begin to give God thanks, things that are not enough becomes enough. Jesus called to Lazarus too. I said, Father, I thank you because you hear me out always. Because you hear me out always. And a dead man came back to life by thanksgiving. So you must leave a lifestyle of thanksgiving. Tell everybody the lifestyle of thanksgiving. The person didn't hear you. Tell another person. Live a lifestyle of thanksgiving. Verse 9 of Genesis chapter 49. Judah is a lion's weep. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He bows down. He lies down as a lion. And as a lion, who shall arouse him? You see, praising God makes you a liar. Can you hear me? A lifestyle of praise makes you a touch not entity. Can you see a lion lying down and one dog will say, The lion is sleeping. Let me just go and pull the pain. Is it possible? Ah. <laughs> Even the smell of a, a, a lion can kill a dog. If a lion is at that junction and a dog here to smell, the dog will be shaking here and the dog can die. <laughs> because of fear. And you see what lions feed on. I had a, a story of some people when you go to a zoo, there are lifeguards, they are supposed to guide you. They know where the wild animals are, where you are not supposed to go. So these people, I don't know what the guard was looking at, whether they beckoned on his attention and he left the people he was leading. And they went where the lions went. You see, as they got there, one of the lions saw them and was coming towards them. The lions one of the lifeguardmen saw them and screamed, No matter what, don't run, don't run. You run 
it will run after you. And as it bounce on you, it will feast on you. He said, no matter what, don't run. The lion came and stayed around them. What was he looking for? Fear. Once you are afraid, you become a prey. From today, your enemies will begin to fear you. From today, your enemies begin to fear you. <laughs> fear. One of our pastors traveled and went to camp. And while they were riding along the park, he said, they told them that the lion, every five hours, will come out and roar. So they asked him, they said, why does the lion come out every interrupt? He said, he's announcing his presence. He's announcing what? His presence. So that every creature will know that um, the king is here. He's here. If you live a lifestyle, Jesus is called the lion of the tribe of Judah. If you live a lifestyle of praise, it will be by your side. Because why? In the presence of the Lord is what? Fullness of joy. If you are not praiseful, you can't be joyful. If you are not joyful, you can't be Godful. So if you are praiseful, you will be joyful. And if you are joyful in the presence of God, it's fullness of joy. Everywhere joy is, is where God stays. He doesn't stay in sad places. From today, sadness has left you. I say sadness has left you. So develop a lifestyle of praise. You can praise your way from poverty to wealth. Begin it. Begin it. Praise is a powerful weapon against the enemy. It makes you a liar to your enemy. When you don't appreciate God, you depreciate. Live a lifestyle of appreciation. And you see, to assess God's presence is by praise. Psalm 141, verse 1. It says, Enter into his presence with thanksgiving. Psalm 117, verse 1. One forty seven. You enter into his court with thanksgiving. Praise the Lord. For it is good to sing praises to our God. For God. To our God. For it is pleasant. And praise is beautiful. And to praise him is what? Is beautiful. So when we praise God, it brings us access to God. As you come into his presence, you enter with thanksgiving and you praise him. Without thanksgiving, you can enter the presence of God. Thanksgiving is the way. Praises is the way into God's presence. You become a weapon of war to your enemy by praising God. You can pray. When you pray, God answers. But when you praise God, God comes down. Are you listening to me? You pray, God answers. But you see, when you praise Him, He comes down. So which problem will stay around God and survive? It will melt. Lifestyle of praises makes you a carrier of God. That's why the devil will always prevent you to enter into prayer. He wants to stop your prayer life. He wants to stop you from praising God. 
He wants to stop you. Will you allow him? No. That's why he tries to bring problems so you can give up. Psalm 100 and verse 4. It says, Enter into his presence. That's the scripture. Enter into his presence with praise. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his court with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. So, the way to enter God's presence is with what? With thanksgiving. Tell the Lord, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. So, it is thanksgiving. If you are not thankful, you will not be thankful. Once you are thankful, you will be thankful. And when you are thankful, the enemy will run away from you. He will bow to you. So, one thing the devil cannot handle is a man or a woman with a lifestyle of praises. He cannot do such person. You silence the enemy with a lifestyle of praise. Matthew chapter 21 verse 16 and Psalm 8 verse 2. We can compare these two scriptures. Matthew 21 16. Where God, he says, with perfect praise and then strength. And he said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes, you have never read out of the mouth of best and nursing infants. What has he done? You have perfected praise. So in praising God, in the mouth of babes, praise is perfected. Children, praise the Lord. Children, praise the Lord. Okay, you think you are not a child. Children of God, praise the Lord. So in perfect praise, in the mouth of his children, in the mouth of nursing, infants, Babes as if perfected praise. Psalm 8 and verse number 2. This one talks about praise with strength. So when we praise God, we're perfect praise in it. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, he has ordained strength. In the other scripture, in Matthew. He says, a perfect praise. He obtains strength. So when you live a lifestyle of praise and thanksgiving, you live a lifestyle with strength. With what? With what? Strength. And when you live a lifestyle of perfect praise, a lifestyle of strength, you live a lifestyle of victory. Praise the Lord. Now, I'd like to close up with this. David is a man that gives to princes. That's why he never lost any battle. Why did he never lose any battle? Second Samuel chapter 6 and verse 14. Why did David never lose any battle? He was a crazy man, and I'll show you how crazy David was. Then David danced before the Lord. With all his might. With all what? And David was wearing a linen outfit. You see, he was well dressed and yet was doing what? He was dancing. So, you see, so why do we dance from our praising God? You see, we are copied from a man that never lost a battle. He was, he was a dancer and a king. Go on, verse, I'm going to verse 16, 15. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord and shouted. You see, we shout in praises. We give him praise. With the sound of timber. Moses was a powerful instrumentalist. The next verse. And now... As the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Micah, see the difference. Micah, Saul's daughter, looked through a window 
and saw King David leaping. When they said he was dancing, they called him David. Now, <laughs> to tell you who was dancing was not just any David. But who? King David. Who was dancing? King David. How? He was leaping and wailing before the Lord. He was leaping and wailing before the Lord and the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. She did what? Now, do you know everyone that is looking for a child in the Bible days, all of them delivered, they, got, they had their own child, except this woman, Micah, David's wife. The daughter of Saul. Why? She saw the king wailing. How do you wait? They saw him dancing, dancing, leaping, not better. And he was jumping and dancing and leaping. A king. He did say, and digging the thing. You see? So why do we dance? Why do we dig? The one who did it never lost the battle. When you begin to live a lifestyle to praise God and dance God. When I'm doing my devotion, only me and God, I will be dancing and be praising God. So when I come to church where people are too, I do the same thing. You don't lose power when you praise God and dance. He was waving up and down, jumping, digging it in. Oh, 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 hey, hey, ah, dancing. And even an army came against him before he became king. They were pursuing him, they couldn't find him. Saul was after his life. He was a man with a lifestyle of dancing. To show you the lifestyle, when he became king here, he was already a king. In 2 Samuel 14 16, he was a king. And the Bible said, the king. So she saw the king from the window, leaping and wailing before the Lord. And she despised him. I called her and said, okay, why are you doing like that? Why are you, doing, why are you embarrassing yourself? He said, I'm dancing before the Lord. Do you know, because of that, her womb was shot. She's the only one in the Bible that they said I was fine and didn't give back. Every other one God visited except this one. Bow down your heads, everyone. That will not be you. So you give him praise, you celebrate him, you appreciate him, and God will show up in your life and for you in the name of Jesus. Come and give him thanks. I can't bring this. Please bow down your heads, everyone. I can't bring this sharing to a close without giving an opportunity to somebody. Whether you are listening to me online, on ground, on your phone, on your tablet, or whatever you are using, and you can hear me. You know yourself. You are not a child of God. You are not a child of God. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want God to help you. You want to accept Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior. Because only those who are saved can worship God. Everybody can praise Him. But to worship Him is only a child of God. You want to accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You want to accept Him in your life. You want Him to help you. You want Him to stand like a lion by you and fight your battles for you. Raise your right hand and I will pray with you. Don't be shy. This is your season. Thank you. If that's your heart desire, you are not saved. All eyes closed, please. All eyes bow. Please don't look at anyone. Thank you, my brother. I see your hand. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus? Just raise your right hand wherever you are. I can see you too there. God bless you. The Lord bless you. You want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want Him to help you and fight your battles for you. Yes, I see you. The Lord bless you. Everyone, you know you have raised your hand. You want to give your life to Jesus wherever you are. Will you pray this simple prayer with me? All of us under my voice. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. I believe in my heart 
that you died for me and you rose again on the third day. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I believe you are the Son of God. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. All of us that have given our lives to Christ, I pray for you. May the blessings of God follow you. You have done this, you will not look back again. May God begin to fight your battles for you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Please give Jesus a big, big hand. The Bible says that the woman was about to give birth. And a dragon went to wait, or a serpent, to defoe him. In fact, the tree vomited water. And flood came, or brought flood. And as the flood was coming, the woman ran. And the earth helped her, and the ground opened up and swallowed the, the flood. You are going to pray. Oh Lord, my Father! I can hear you. Oh Lord, my Father! Every battle waging against my life, waging war against my life, that wants to throw me off. Lord, swallow some battles up. Pray that swallow some battles up. Every battle that wants to devour my life, every battle that wants to devour my business, every battle that wants to devour my ministry, every battle that wants to devour my family, let the ground swallow them up now. Every battle waging war against me, let help swallow them up. Let help swallow them up. Let help for them to swallow them. Lord, arise and swallow them up. Arise and swallow every battle of life. Waging war against my life. Father, let them be destroyed. Let them be destroyed. Let them be swallowed. Let them be swallowed. Let them be swallowed. Every battle of life against my business, against my finances, against my family. Are you praying against the work of my hands? Every battle, waging war, everywhere. The enemy is coming against me. Everywhere. The Bible says, when the enemy is coming like a troll, the spirit of the Lord shall raise the standard. You raise the standard of God against you. Every enemy, let you war against your life. Raise the standard. Say, Lord, raise your standard against you. May you raise your standard against the sin. We'll stop the sin. We'll stop the sin. We'll stop the sin. We'll stop the sin. Every battle of life, let you war against me. I stop you. I stop you. In the name of Jesus. Father, arise and swallow them all. Arise. Swallow the battle of my life. Conquer. Conquer. Conquer them. Clear them out. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. We just say thank you, Jesus. Give Jesus a big, big hand. The Lord bless you.